Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about friendships and how they are needed. You know, let's be honest, with so many people really thinking about they don't need anyone in their lives, in reality, friendships hold a big foundation for you growing and evolving, you know? So luckily, I have a guest here today named Coach Lee, who is going to be sharing his experience on friendships. So Coach Lee, why don't you go ahead and fully introduce yourself? Oh, thank you, Mitzi. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here too. So uh, my name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and I help people make genuine friendships and meaningful connections or meaningful friendships and relationships. Um, I've been doing this for some years because... You know, I started off being lonely and not being able to make friendships of my own. I I didn't understand what it meant to be a friend. I didn't understand why everyone around me seemed to make friends, but I couldn't. So I grew up in a small town in Ohio and there was looking around trying to make friends and it just didn't seem like I could make the right connections. But I've heard that you need to find your tribe. That is the deal. So I just figured, you know, I'll just write it out. I'm in the wrong place. When I got to college, I had an opportunity to meet new people from different places, different countries and everything. And I thought, wow, this is great. I'm going to make connections. I'm going to make friends. But I didn't make the kind of friendships that I thought I would. I knew some people, uh, but I still kind of felt like I'm not in the right place. So I had an opportunity then to move from Ohio to California. And there in California, I had a chance to reinvent myself. And I thought, well, this is definitely going to be it. There's nobody who knows me that's close to me so I can make friendships there. And sure enough, I got out on the scene. I connected with people. I did a lot of karaoke. I was into karaoke, did a lot of karaoke. And I met a lot of people out there who knew my name. Like I was like, a mini celebrity, kind of a mini celebrity. Oh. They knew my drink orders and they would cheer and they would give me high fives and stuff when I'd come off the, off the stage or whatever. But then I still felt lonely. I still felt lonely. Like this recognition and around these people that it wasn't real. It wasn't real. And so around this time, I started to discover that, well, there's something that I'm not sharing with people. I'm not being my authentic self. So I'm in the wrong place and I'm also not being authentic. That's what I came up with. And so I had another opportunity to move. That was my pattern <laughs> to move. So I moved from uh, California to Chicago, where I am today. And I moved there and I also transitioned from female to male. So as you hear me now, I present as a trans man and I didn't think that, you know, I mean, I thought that that was the key, you know, being stepping into my authentic self, being trans. And I found the right people. I found the right uh, community to help me with my transition. The queer community in Chicago, they were very helpful and emotionally, mentally, uh, physically. And Caitlyn Jenner was also starting to come out or they, they came out. And so there was more uh, visibility to trans people. And so I thought, well, this is it. I'm living my authentic self. I'm in the right place. I'm going to be around the right people. Sure enough, I was still lonely. I was still just so sad and lonely. I wasn't able to connect to them. So there was something about my authenticity that wasn't authentic. And that's why I couldn't make any friendships with anyone. And realizing that, figuring out that that was it, I started coaching people and helping people make those the friendships that they're looking for. That's really interesting that you, the way that you 
described your story because I don't think you're alone in that. You know what I mean? I don't think you're alone in that journey because like yourself, I'm a mover. You know what I mean? Mm. I moved all over the place. I lived in Georgia. I lived in Florida. I lived in Texas. I lived in Connecticut. I lived in Wisconsin. Mm. Now I'm here in Wisconsin. So trust me when I say I lived all over the place and I moved around and I tried to reinvent myself too. And I realized you have to be authentically you. And when you are authentic, it just come, people just come to you without you even needing to approach people, you know, sometimes. And it just, it just connects it so fast. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. Once you finally embrace who you really are mm-hmm. with all the quirks and all the weirdness and all everything in between, I honestly feel like once people really start that journey into self-discovery, they'll lose the people that weren't really there and they'll gain the people that they actually needed, you know? And I think that's awesome how you were able to have that because it's it breaks my heart for the ones that don't reach that point because they stop and then they feel they get stuck in this depression and then yeah. they get stuck in the negative thoughts. And, you know, sad to say some even made to suicide just because they can't handle that feeling of just being so alone, you know, Absolutely. or they feel crazy just being in their mind all by themselves. And I totally agree. Like we have to branch out. Mm-hmm. We have to realize like, as an individual, we can't live life by ourselves because nothing happens by ourselves. We are impacting a greater like ripple effect in our lives and in our community, in our world. You know, we're like ants. If one ant is missing, the whole job is messed <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people don't exactly. realize that. I think that's so funny. What is your opinion on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. It was all about me not being able to to connect with people by because I wasn't sharing my authentic truth. And like, I appreciate that's the word I'm looking for. I really appreciate that you recognize that my story isn't unique because I don't believe it's unique. I just happen to be trans. That just happened to be the thing that I thought that was going to make me authentic. Many people are out there reaching for different things that are going to make them, quote, authentic, which is like getting a better job or, or fulfill, fulfill something for them, getting a better job, um, getting a new car or getting a house or wife or having a kid. Those are the things that people are looking for externally. And trans just happens to be the thing that was it for me. And I want to say, though, uh, a, as a disclaimer here, that I'm not saying that I don't want to be trans. I'm not saying that I did transition and it was a mistake. I'm not saying that. The mistake, if anything, was believing that that one act was going to make me instantly friendful, friendful if that's a word. It's going to instantly put make- in our dictionary. It's a word today. <laughs> <laughs> that was the mistake around it. We need other people, but the need comes from within inside and acceptance that happens with inside. Because for me, I'm sure many people can relate to this, but for me, I was hiding something from group to group to group. So when I was in Ohio, I was hiding the fact that, well, I presented as female then, and I also wanted to date women. And it was kind of faux pas, don't do that. So I hid that. I I tried to hide that. And I tried to only share it with a few people. And only a few people really knew me because of that. 
and I wouldn't open up about other things. So I moved to California where it was more progressive and, and I could open up and people met my girlfriend and things like that. But also I'm going to hide the fact that I want to transition. And so instead of staying there and talking to them and opening up to them, I'm going to move to a completely new city. And so I did that and I, I stayed and I opened up with these people who were queer and they helped me in, in that way. But then again, I hid something else about myself. I had to find something to hide and I couldn't really connect with people. And the thing about this is when working with my clients is that they don't know that they're doing this. They don't know. That's right. They don't know that this is happening. They're just like, this is what I do. This is how it feels. I'm going to keep searching. I'm going to keep trying. And so I went to therapy quick story. I went to therapy and this was like a couple of years after my transition. I'm in Chicago and I'm group therapy and I start learning about mindset and learning about um, my own feelings and, and how to connect with people and, and stuff. And so I decide that I'm not going to be friendless anymore. I'm going to go out and I'm going to have this mindset that I'm going to meet somebody and we're going to have a great conversation. So I did. I went to a comedy club. I met somebody who was super cool. We're having a conversation and I'm trans. So I lead the conversation towards LGBT stuff. I'm just curious about where their mindset is. And they just happened to say to me, well, they never met a trans person before. They're not sure about the process. They don't understand why anyone would ever want to do the process. And I thought, my guy, I got you. We are going to be best of friends because I'm going to share my authentic truth with you. I'm going to stop hiding and you are going to get that knowledge gap filled. Instant friendship. That's what I thought. So I say, I'm trans and he freaks out. His face just freezes and he leaves. He didn't say anything else to me. He's gone. He's done. Wow. wow right. And in that moment, I was absolutely devastated. But now I can look back and say, well, you know, that's my authentic truth. And they were true to themselves. When they left, it had nothing to do with me. And also, I'm looking for friends. And clearly, he is not able to be a friend to me in this moment. We're not able to be friends in this moment. And that's okay. That's okay. Go to another space and talk about being trans. And you'll connect with people. That's why we're here, Mitzi, because I'm able to talk about this stuff. And people are interested and they can see beyond the the trans transgender part and more so that you're like me because I've had this experience of where I was running too. You know, yeah. you can find people like that. Oh, most definitely. And I love your mindset. I'm, I just got to put that out there. I love the way that you perceive it and the way that you would still be positive and not take it personal, you know, and you were able to put it in an understanding where it, not only you weren't able, I mean, not only you you didn't take it personal, but you were also to give reason for the other person's action in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Because so many people will take it as, oh, they're discriminating me. They're being racist. Mm -hmm. They're being sexist. Mm -hmm. They're immature. They just don't know. They're not even giving me the benefit of the chance. Is there something wrong with me? And out of your story, I didn't hear any of that. And a lot of the times that's where people go to. Yeah. And it's kind of like how you said with your clients that we don't know that we're doing these things, you know, and it just shows mm-hmm. how conditioned our mindset is, is made up to be at a very young age that when we're adults, it's just natural. It's just, just, yep. it just goes along with just breathing, you know? 
Mm. So hearing what you have to say is so uh, refreshing because I wish people heard, like knew that, you know what I mean? I wish people don't take things to heart. There would be less fighting, less wars, less aggression, less, you know, anger that's, that's spewing out of people because of displacement. They are displacing what they're feeling in the mm-hmm. wrong context, in the wrong place, you know? And I feel like that's why a lot of friendships end too, because they're displacing the wrong emotions to what's happening in front of them. You know what I mean? They don't take into consideration that something else could be going on, you know? And I feel like that's frustrating because I hear, I see it all the time on social media and all the times Mm -hmm. with, with my inner circle or just people that I knew all around the world. And they always come down to, there's always, 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 ah, it's like, they always say, oh, well, if you don't have time for me in this, in this world, well, then, you know, I don't have time for you. And I'm just like, Like, come on, let's, let's be realistic. Everybody's busy. Everybody has a short amount of time to themselves. And when they're to themselves, they don't want to reach out, you know, and, and I feel like people should respect that. You know, I feel like people need to start respecting how other people live their lives. And if they don't, then that's something that they need to reflect with themselves because I feel like you're not accepting what's going on in your life that you can't really accept what's going on in somebody else's life. You know, despite you being just transgender, me being straight, somebody being a certain race, someone believing in a certain deity, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so frustrating to me. (laughs) Yeah, it is super frustrating. It is so frustrating because we're just, that we're just talking past each other. And the, what I discovered is that all we want as people, as humans, as just people, is that we want to be understood on some capacity. We want to be understood. And the best way to make a connection with someone is to demonstrate their under, that you understand what they said. And in order to demonstrate that you understood what they said, you have to know them well enough to kind of speak their language, to kind of get their point back to them. And that's where we get this understanding. That's why I can look at that guy who ran away and be like, well, I've run away from things before. He's just saying yes to himself. And then when it comes to a situation in which I have to make a choice in a friendship where I have to do something for myself and it might hurt somebody else, like say, I know I can't help you move. I don't, I I can't help you move or I can't loan you any money. And they're devastated well, I also have a duty to myself and they will be okay because I hope that even though they are facing hardship, that they can understand my point of view. I can understand that they're, they have their hardship, but also I have my own things to deal with as well. And so we can reach an understanding with each other. We can reach understanding when it comes to being trans or when it comes to um, serving a deity, political affiliation, things like that. If we can just understand each other. And what really makes a friendship, I think, what really makes a friendship is that understanding. That's the understanding. It's like your best friend. It's a hallmark of a best friend. It's like they know everything about you. They know what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you're going to eat, uh, what time you usually get up in the morning, silly things like that. But they know you and they understand you. So when somebody from the outside comes in, they bring you something and it's like, eh, I don't think they're going to like this. They know, they know you. And you feel like, oh, we're connected. We're good. We're good. Cause yeah, I don't like that stuff, <laughs> you yeah. know, or, or I do like it. So, exactly. To understand. Oh. Go ahead. Go oh. ahead. Sorry. Just a quick thought that came into mind when you were talking and what we were on the topic about, I don't want to lose my train of thought yet. Um, but one of the things 
I would love for your advice that you can give my audience and myself is um, that guilt factor of break of ending a relationship. You know what I mean? Some people hold guilt or they feel shame or they feel bad because a relationship, a friendship or a relationship ended and it needed to end it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people don't realize that certain friendships need to end. However, there's a skill of wishing that they can have it back. What would you say if somebody was in a situation like that? Wow, Mitzi, you've you've <laughs> struck something with me because that that happened to me. I I um and I so I had a friend group that I knew for a while, uh, maybe almost ten years, almost ten years, and I started to change. And instead of instead of deciding that we aren't going to be as well connected, I started to try and change them. I started to try and manipulate them into doing things that would be what I thought was better for them. And that was a whole judgment on top of what I felt for them. So I already started to exhibit signs that I didn't like them. I thought I would make something better for them, create something better, gave me a sense of superiority. Although I didn't realize that at the time, but now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, wow. And when they said, basically, Lee, you are toxic. I was like, no, I'm not toxic. You guys are toxic. You're not you're not doing the the things I want you to do. And I realized that, well, I had to get out of the situation or they kicked me out of the situation basically. And I felt very sad about that. I felt terribly sad, but I realized that this is what I would say to your audience. So is that there, if you have a dynamic like that, there is something about the friendship that is not giving you what you need and what you truly need as a authentic self as your authentic self because if you can't go in and say these are your beliefs or this is your truth or I like this or I don't like that without being attacked or without being shamed then it's time for you to move away from that and they are going to be fine without you they're going to be fine without you you're going to miss them and I think that if you miss them remember why remember what relationships are I think well this is what I would say to myself is I have said to myself, remember that your connections or your friendships should inspire joy. That's the joy. Even if you're like, even if you're upset about something and you go take it to your friend and they talk with you about it and they help you through it, that's still inspiring joy in you. They're not going to make you feel any worse. They're not going to make you feel like any differently. They're, they're going to inspire joy. And if your friendships don't inspire joy, then it's your duty to yourself to get that for yourself, to do it for yourself. So I would say, I want to say, don't worry about what they're going to do or taking care of their feelings because it does an injustice to what you can do. You can only, only control yourself, you can only control yourself. You can only uh, have agency over your body and your feelings. So go and find that joy for yourself. Yes. Oh, thank you for that. I think that's beautifully stated because I've gone through something like that too, around 10 years relationship and something just happened where Mm. um, we kind of just broke off completely, but I knew it was going to happen. You know, like deep down inside, like I knew, like we were breaking, we, we were, we were drifting away. We were no longer the same, you know, our mindsets weren't compatible anymore. I didn't feel safe talking to them anymore. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the thing. Like when you start realizing those, those little steps, then you start realizing like, you know what, when it happens, 
just let it go. Let it drift away as if you would see something drift away into water. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the fact that you said someone told you that you were toxic, I'm sorry, but I love it. You know what I mean? I love it just because we all need to realize that we may be toxic to somebody. You know what I mean? Just because where somebody's at in their life may be different from where you are at in your life. And it's like you said, we need to realize that and accept it and, and just move forward from it. You know what I mean? Because it's something that's bound to happen. You know, we all evolve differently in our own times and we all want things to be different when Mm -hmm. we evolve. So when we put ourselves in a, in a situation that was in our past, that required the past you, your past behavior, your past mindset, but you're in your now and your now is no longer your past. Well, then that's when you realize it's time to let it go. And I feel yes. like people hold on too long to certain things that are literally breaking them, you know, that's Absolutely. tearing them apart. And I don't think it's healthy. You know what I yeah. mean? And if I could say, uh, I think on that, you know, I would, I would agree that I have done that because it's really easy for me not to step into my own power. It's really easy for me to keep blaming someone else and looking at a different situation as a distraction instead of being focused and doing the work that I need to do. So I could be like, well, my friends aren't doing this or they're doing that. They're all, I'm always complaining about them instead of just being like, okay, well, they're not meeting the needs. So go find other friends. Well, I'm afraid. No, 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 no. Go find the friends that you want. (laughs) Yeah. And so give them scared. Yeah. So it's a convenient excuse to, to stay and try to change somebody. It keeps you from focusing on what you want and what you really need for yourself. Yeah, I think that's great. I think you stated so many great points in our conversation. I really hope somebody really takes from this because mm. it, it 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 can be for anybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're telling your transgender story and how it reflected on you and how it's personal to you. But in reality, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter that mm-hmm. you're a transgender. It matters because you're human. You know, you're a human being and I'm a human being. And we, we've as a human being, we all experience friendships and we all experience some type of connection and communication and relationship with somebody, some way, shape or form. And I think that's the main point that people need to come back into reality because you never know who could be your best friend. It could be a transgender person, could be somebody from the LGBTQ community, but because your mindset is so narrow-minded, you're not allowing that friendship to blossom and flourish. You know what I mean? So many people are so stuck in their ways. It's like mm. so black and white. Like, where's all the gray that's all around? You don't see that? <laughs> right? <laughs> the world is full of color and excitement here. It is. It is. It's amazing. And I guess to start wrapping up the show before it cuts me off completely, um, what would be some great advice that you can possibly give myself or the audience that may be listening? Well, if, really quick, if you want to make friendships with people, um, you have to know about yourself to make friendships. So look into yourself and share 
more about who you are with other people. Yeah, thank you. That was really fast. I expected something longer, but oh, do you, you know, because no. I, I noticed the time was like, I got I got a thing to say. <laughs> oh, if you got a longer one, go ahead. You can squeeze that one in. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, if you want to make friendships with other people, I recommend that you learn more about yourself so that you find yourself in the right place to make the right kind of connections. So what I mean is that I've always found myself in the wrong places. I didn't really know what I wanted or what I was interested in. So I'd find myself around people who were kind of doing the same thing. I'd be in bars and I'd be drinking and I'd try to set up a conversation about something that I saw on TV and hopefully they'd know something about it so that we can connect. But that's not the the most efficient way to make friendships. It's about putting yourself in the right place at the right time. So knowing in the right place depends on who you are and what you want. And there are three things that I'd like you to focus on to understand what the right place is for you. There's your history, your hobbies, and your habits. Those are things that are really going to help you connect with people. If you connect on history, like I'm a Black person or I'm a trans person, I can go to a queer place or a uh, event that's specifically for Black people. And then there's um, your hobbies. Like I really enjoy board games and maybe habits is a skincare routine. Let's say that just for some examples. But if I choose two of those and pick a place that has at least two of those in it, like do a search for queer and board games. I find lots of places that have queer board games. And then when I go there, I can talk about more of my history, more of my hobbies, more of my habits, and I can find the, the right kind of conversations I want with people. So that's how I help people make friendships. And I actually have a five-day challenge that helps you go through that whole process. So if you're interested, you can find it at PatternsOfPossibility.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure speaking with you. I have oh, truly enjoyed myself in this conversation. It's me so too, nice to speak with someone and it being so easy. I feel like we were friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have had this similar experience where we're traveling and we're moving around. Yeah, a lot of similarities. It's awesome. Changes too. It's it's uncanny. <laughs> it, it it truly is. It, it honestly truly is. And if anybody's out there that's listening that wants to know more about Coach Lee, go check him out. I I do have his picture on my website under the special guest. You'll find a link to his website directly. There's actually a ten tip to make friendships available right now on his website too. So if you're interested in all the ten tips, go check it out. <laughs> so if you want to know everything and more about um Coach Lee, you find all everything about him in there so that you will try to figure out how to make friends too if that's if you're in that struggle right now in your life you know because it may be later on or just right now you never know everyone's going through life differently you know so whatever it is for you don't forget to check them out and that's it y'all bye bye